all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Invasion. Lovers of their own selves. Covetous. Bolsters. Proud blasphemers. Disobedient to parents. Unthankful. Unholy. Do, do, do those verses sound familiar? Do they ring a bell? Do they ring a bell? This is Joseph Brownlee. This is a special bulletin. Este o bulletin especial. We got a jungle out there. It's going on. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my show. Welcome to BOCRTW1964, Real Talk. I use acronyms now to make it sound more radioish. <laughs> Just future practice, you know. WBOCRT, Body of Christ, Real Talk. W1964, 1964. I think it sounds okay. Not too fancy, not too tricky, nothing like that. All right. What's going on, everyone, today? Hello, good morning, good mid-morning, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good mid-evening, good evening, and for the night hawks or the, for the late-nighters, good night. Bonus dias. Bonus dias. Bonus dias. <laughs> Bonus noches. Hola, como esta? Hello, everyone. How you doing this morning? Still kind of a little rusty on my Spanish Espanol, but hey, you know, it, it takes a little work, even though my fiance, my beautiful princess Nemo Fu, uh, Christina from Cali, Colombia, you know, and uh, I have, a, she's my uh, fiance. We've been together uh, about 14 years now, and uh, I love my little boom. Well, she's Spanish, and uh, she speaks better English than I do Spanish, so <laughs> I'm working on that. You know, I'm a slow learner, and I got to be patient and learn my Spanish. Okay, sorry. Sorry, my uh, Spanish, Hispanic, or my Latino uh, listeners. I'm working on that. All right. Okay. I want to talk about something today, uh, and I think it's, it's something that needs to be reported. If... Uh, if you have never heard this before, <clears throat> it might be a surprise to you. And the ones that have been hearing it, it's not going to be a surprise. You didn't heard it before, but you never thought too much about it. 
Excuse me, I just got through eating, so I might be belching, uh, burping, whatever way you want to call it, belching. <laughs> but what I'm going to uh, be talking about today is a lot of things has been going on around the world. Uh, I wouldn't say mysteriously. The reason I would not say mysteriously because it's not mysterious to me. Uh, when you look at it in a biblical perspective, if you understand what I'm saying, as being saved and part of the body of Christ. It's not mysterious when you look at it in a biblical, a Bible perspective. It's only mysterious when you're not looking at it in a biblical and Bible perspective. That's whether you're saved or you're not saved. And, you know, what do I mean by that? It's because, I mean because the Bible talks about a lot of change and men, men meaning as men and women. The Bible talks about a lot of people change, changing as in attitudes and acts and deeds and, and morals. You know, the Bible talks about that. And I'm going to read some verses on that to bag that up, to bag me up on that. You know, welcome to BLCRT. Let's get into some real talk. Uh, remember, I said it's a jungle. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> if that's an old rap song, you will, people will call it gangster rap. I don't know that much, but it came out in the eighties. It was by Grand Mac. It was put out by a grandmaster group called Grandmaster Flash. That's when I was out there in the world and doing my my banging thing, you know. And uh, and there was a a record that was called The Message. And it had a message, and it was talking about different things, and uh, you know, dealing with life and uh, being on drugs and just dealing with life in general, something like that. But it was a message, and one of the uh, phrases in that song was "Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge." If you, a lot of people can remember that, if you was out in the world, then you know, it was more like I would say. Uh, I may be wrong, correct me on this, like a hood type of hip-hop. No, you got your difference between hip-hop and rap. You know, I don't know too much of the difference because I don't keep up on that. My son, he's a rapper, so he wouldn't know the difference on that, I would believe, so he's a rapper. But anyway, I'm not here to talk about rap or anything like that or gangster rap. What I wanted, I just wanted to put that out there. Because I'm a freestyler. And what I mean by freestyler, not a rapper, but when I just start a subject, I'm just going at it. I'm just going at it without really, I don't have nothing wrote, written down or nothing like that. I know a lot of times I say that. The reason I say that is because you will probably notice when I'm talking about things, I do a lot of stopping, I do a lot of thinking, I do a lot of opinions. Because I don't have, a lot of times I don't have things written down. And you will know the difference between me doing that compared to when I do have some notes and stuff written down. I'm more prepared, in other words, with some history and some backup. So that's what I mean by freestyle. When I do, so when I say freestyle, a lot of them is a lot of these, a lot of things that I uh, talk about is going by memory, you know. And I might be messing up on the stats, or I might be saying things wrong, or I might be make, messing up on the years. 
or just messing up, period. So that's why I say I'm freestyling. I do not edit my shows. And I, I think I'm going to keep it that way because I like to be transparent. I like to be real. I like to, I like to do my show like I'm just talking to friends and family. You know, it's real. It's live. It's nothing you got to keep. Stop here. Stop here. Say that over. Whatever like that. Whatever comes out, you know, that's what you're going to get. I will correct it later, but I will let you know when it's an opinion or something like that. This show is all about that. That's why I call it real talk. This is just like we're having a real conversation. You know, you know, that's why I call it uh, body of Christ. Real talk, the church, real talk. Okay. Uh, and also for the newbies here, get used to the sounds that I make. I have sinus issues. I've been having these issues since I was little. It kind of runs in my family. And so you hear me just clearing my throat or clearing my nose. I will not blow my nose on the station. So, but you hear me just clearing up and making sounds. So if that's kind of disturbing or you wonder what's going on for my new listeners, you know, that's what goes on with me. It, it happens when I get to talking. I don't know if it has, it has anything to do when I, I hold a long conversation and then I start getting clogged up in my sinus and I get kind of uh, clogged up and it gets all in my nose and stuff. So you might hear certain sounds in that, you know, but that's, that's kind of amazing and creepy how that happens when I, when I'm talking, especially about something important and when it, it pertains to the Bible, the word of God. Okay. This is important. What I want to talk about. It has to do with different things. I might switch to another subject, but what I want to talk about now, it's going to kind of be in different subjects, but it pertaining to the same thing in life. And uh, what I want to talk about now is what's been going on around the world. Not only around America, but around the world. And the reason I'm using the world because it's pertaining, it's happening in all around different nations. Not only here in the U.S. of A. here in America, but it's happening around different nations. And that's why I want to uh, talk about that. Talk about this thing, whatever like that. I also want to talk about, you know, different people reactions and no reactions on certain things that's uh, going on around the world in the United States. Because everything that's going on is not in the United States. And sometimes we as Christians and even laymen or unsaved people, we could forget that everything is not based on America. Okay, everything is not based around America, you know, per se. Now, I know we got a big part of what's going on. A lot of countries look at our nation as an example for freedom and for peace and strong, you know, values and stuff like that. That way, yes, people does look at America. That's why a lot of people are kind of surprised and some people are kind of shocked of what America is allowing to happen in their and this so-called free country. A lot of people are surprised and a lot of people are shocked. That is in other countries I'm talking about. That's surprised. I really believe that they're really surprised. Nobody told me that, but I already know, you know. Uh, you know, you can read about certain things that certain people are surprised is going on in America and also how easy America are giving up. America itself is giving up her freedoms. They like to call American her or whatever. Giving up her freedom, you know, to a lot of things that just was always against the principles of the United States of America. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? All right, let me start off with this because... I want you to really pay attention to what I have to say. I really want you to pay attention because it's gone. It all this affects you, whether you're into it or whether you're paying attention or not. It's going to to affect 
you, you as the ones that's not paying attention to alternative news or anything like that. It's going to affect you and catch you and the bite you in the butt on a long run. I hate to say it right there. I don't use the ASS word, but bite you in the butt. Why? Because you're not paying attention. You know, the Bible talks about that in the book of Matthew. What would be the signs? Or he was explaining it to his disciples, his little flock. What would be the signs of your coming in the book of Matthew? And I think around 23, 24. I could be wrong, but you know, you could always check that out. Okay. What would be the sign of your coming? I'm going to read a few Bible verses, something I don't do a whole lot on Body of Christ Real Talk, but I'm going to do it when it's very important because I like to be biblically correct and give you some type of format where I'm going with this. Well, anyway, let me digress. And Jesus said these things with certain habits. It would be just these things. The thing, what would be one of the signs? It would be one of the signs would be like it was in the days of Noah. Remember that. The days of Noah. I'm going to do a teaching on that in Connecting the Dots. Well, what was happening? You might ask, what was happening in the days of Noah? <clears throat> okay, I think it's about Genesis 5 or 6. Genesis 5 or 6, you know. And it talks about how wicked everything was going on. Only, not only with the Nephilims, the so-called giants and the sons of God uh, having sex with the human the human being, women down on earth, and that's where the giants was formed, you know, all those great giants like Goliath, and Goliath had brothers and stuff like that, but besides that, there was a lot of evil going on and before the days of Noah. Okay, what happened before the, why am I going here? Because when they asked that, Jesus was talking about the coming tribulation, the coming tribulation that's going to come down on the earth, you know, the whole earth, the coming tribulation. What is the tribulation? It's called the seven-year tribulation, which is prophesied by Daniel. Daniel breaks down the 70 weeks and everything. I don't have time to go into that because it becomes as confusion. Kind of, it could be kind of confusing even to myself if I don't really write notes down. Sometimes when it comes to Bible things and prophecy, I have to have notes. I don't just want to think about it because I want to be correct. I want to be uh, biblically correct. Well, it's about, uh, Daniel talks about the 70 weeks and everything. And, uh, and uh, I'm mean, to make it short, there's seven more years. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Of chastisement that's going to come on Israel. I think Israel has five chastisements they had to go through 
because of their disobedience and because of their unbelief. They had four of the chastisements already, and the fifth chastisement was postponed. Postponed. You know, oh, I have a hard time saying that word. Postponed. Maybe if I said faster. Postponed. In other words, therefore, there's seven more years, which is the final, which is the final chastisement for Israel that they must go through. That's that's where you get the, the word and the name, the wrath of God and the seven year tribulation is the final wrath that's going to be poured out on Israel by God himself. Okay. And uh, Satan will have a part in it too because he's going to land on the earth. He's going to get kicked out of the second heavens. Second heavens means the atmosphere, the space where the stars and all that stuff is. Uh, he's going to, which, which he dwells and he rules over the earth now as the God of this world, the prince of the power of the air, according to the book of Colossians. Okay? Well, anyway, without getting you confused and getting you more, excuse me, you know, Confusing, getting you more, you know, goofy feeling of what I'm, where I'm going. Uh, that's what Jesus was explaining to his little flock. Little flock means the ones that was following him, because all of Israel was not following him. They're not going to even follow him during the tribulation. So the ones that's following Jesus, like the twelve disciples, Peter and the other eleven, and it was the other group of people. They are called the little flock. Okay, they are called the little flock. But Jesus was telling his disciples what would be the signs before his second coming. Not during his second coming, but what would be the sign before his second coming or one of the signs. And Jesus just told him it would be like the days of Noah. In the days of Noah, what was going on? There was a lot of wickedness. They did not listen to Noah when God told Noah to build the ark. Uh, Noah started building the ark at the age of 500 years old. Yes, Noah was 500 years old when he started building the ark. Okay, Noah was five year, 500 years old, okay, when he started building the ark. And uh, many people might think that it took the ark maybe a couple of years or whatever like that, if you don't know. But God told... Uh, uh, Noah was the only one of the only righteous on earth at that time, and it was a lot of people. It was it was a whole lot of people because of the long lifespan of people. So they had many children. Remember, Noah was five hundred. Some people lived to be up to nine hundred and something years old, close to a thousand. But those little was nine hundred sixty-nine. Noah died at nine hundred and fifty years old. You know, so and Adam died at nine hundred and thirty-nine years old. So people lived longer times as. Life was dying as time was consuming. People was living longer. So, therefore, they had more children. They had more kids then. That's why, you know, I agree with Les Felder. God didn't at first, but I understand what he's talking about. Yes, if you're living that long, just imagine how many kids you can have within 500 and 600 or 800 years. A lot of kids, generations after generations and generations. Well, anyway, I don't want, I, what I'm going with this, I'm going a roundabout way because I'm a, I want to get to get to a point of where I'm going, why I know this has, this has biblical proportions of what's going on today, okay? Well, anyway, it was a lot of, Noah warned them, I'm sure he warned them and they, and, uh, about the coming wrath of God when the earth was destroyed the first time, okay? The first time now, by water. The earth is destroyed the first time, but what is going to be destroyed by fire the second time. Not the tribulation, that earth is going to be destroyed and melted away 
after the uh, millennial reign. Okay, but let, let me digress. But it was destroyed by water the first time. And Noah was told to warn the people. So Noah warned the people probably close to over 120 years. That's how long it took him to build that ark. If you put the, the numbers together in a in the Bible way you got it, it adds up to 120 years. I came up with about a hundred, but I believe I misread something, I misseen something, I'm missing twenty. But most uh historians and scholars and theologians and the grace teachers believe it was 120 years. So I'm just gonna say it took about a hundred and twenty years for Noah to build the ark. Remember he started. I said 100 because when I, I read it and I put the uh, put the numbers together, Noah finished the ark at 600, or he was lived over 600 years old when he finished the ark. Remember, he started when God gave gave him the uh, the, uh, the go ahead to build the ark. He was 500 years old. Well, anyway, there was a lot of evil and a lot of rebellion because it was rampant. Because after the curse that was made by Adam and Eve. Everything started dying and lifespan started shortening, but it didn't happen right away, okay? Things started dying slowly but surely. The earth was still beautiful. It was still prosperous. It was still miraculous because things was dying slowly but surely in the days of Noah. But people were spreading, I believe it was billions of people then because of the, the lifespan of people of all those years. Okay, you got to connect the dots. Well, anyway, it was a lot of rebellion, disobedience, disobedience, so... Within those 120 years of Noah building the ark, just imagine that was that's plenty of time for people to hear the message of get yourselves together, prepare yourself, because God finna pour down his wrath. Why was God pouring down his wrath on the earth anyway? Because of all the evilness that was going on. So therefore, God said man has become so evil. I'm paraphrasing now. Man, meaning women too. Human life has become so evil that I'm going to give them 120 years. I'm going to give them 120 years to get themselves get themselves together. Why 120 years? Remember, they had longer lifespans. It wouldn't happen today because we don't live that long. God gave them 120 years. Now, something we used to think, even I used to think. A man's lifespan was 120 years because we misinterpreted what the Bible was saying. Now, the Bible wasn't saying man's lifetime was 120 years. If that was the case, the Bible would be a lie and be an error because remember, Noah lived for 500 years. Noah died in 900-something years, and many others lived at 800 and 700-something years. So that could not be true, okay, if God, you know, whatever like that. But maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. In other words... Let me go back. Noah lived for 950 years, according to the Bible. Now, if God only gave man a 120-year lifespan, then Noah, the Bible, is a lie because Noah lived it longer than that. Even some of his kids lived longer than that after he destroyed the earth the first time. So that's not it. The 120 years was 120 years he gave man and woman to repent, I mean, change their mind, get themselves together, and prepare themselves. You know, while Noah was building the brick, prepare themselves to be ready to go on this boat because he's going to destroy the earth because of the wickedness on the earth. You know, <clears throat> now God knows, God foreknows the past and present and everything, so he knew man 
was not going to listen. You know, so therefore, he lets it play out. I mentioned that before the, uh, when I'm doing a study on connecting the dots. He let things play out. So therefore, it, it was 120 years it took for Noah to build that ark. And then, uh, so therefore, man did not listen after 120 years. Therefore, they was continue to be wicked. They did not believe about no rain because basically it never rained before. And never was no such thing as rain according to man because rain never, nothing never, like rain never came out of the sky. Yes, that's true. That time rain never came out of the sky. It was always a mist or came out of the, the flows of the waters. Even when it came to watering the plants and stuff, it came like a mist or in streams. That's how plants and things grew then. And it grew real fast then, back then. Nothing, rain never came out of the sky until the flood. That was the first time it ever rained. It came out of the heavens, which is the first heaven. That's the first time. So that was another reason why they didn't believe it. They didn't believe that. They never heard of rain. They never let alone the word rain. They never heard of water coming out of the sky. So anyway, their unbelief to get themselves together because of their unbelief, they was destroyed. Just like today, what's going to happen in the tribulation period? Unbelief. Why a lot of these trespassers came on Israel? The same things. Unbelief. Unbelief. Reason people go to hell today. Because in unbelief, not their sins, because of unbelief. It's the same today. God moves by our faith. What is faith? Your belief. God moves by our faith, our belief. He dealt with the sin part already. He knew we couldn't stop that because our nature is born in sin after the curse of Adam. So he dealt with the sin thing on the cross by Jesus Christ, okay? So God left the doors open for man in different type of dispensations to be obedient to him. So it always been by their belief, okay? I sound like I'm preaching here, but I'm, I'm going somewhere. Well, anyway, their disobedience was prevalent. It was very strong, you know, it was very wicked, it was very evil. So God destroyed the earth. He destroyed it the first time in water and he left a rainbow as a sign that he will not destroy the earth by water again. Not saying he won't destroy it again, but he will not destroy it by water again. That was his promise. Well, anyway, those had, that's how it was in the days of Noah. A lot of evil. People was just getting married. Now, there was also good things going on as well. People was getting married and doing this and not doing a lot of evil, but you know, the whole package go together. They still was disobedience. They might have been doing good, according to human eyes, but they were still disobedient. They still would not listen to the preacher Noah. So they got destroyed. They got wiped out. So therefore, that's what Jesus meant when he was explaining to his little flock, his 12 disciples and the other followers of Jesus. He was explaining to them, that's how it's going to be before my coming, like the days of Noah was before my coming. Then he explained what was going on. And for order for us as believers to understand that we have to go back in the book of Genesis and, and, and see how wicked it was, then, then we could put two and two together, connect the dots, say, oh, that's how it is. Okay, okay. Now, I've done a little Bible teaching right there. Now, I went all that way to come to this, what's going on in the world today. All this falls in biblical proportions. You say, Joe, what are you talking about? I'm going to talk about a few incidents 
what's been going on today. I'm, I'm going to try to uh, make it as plain as I can where I'm going with this. How is this like the days of Noah? A lot of evilness and everything like that. Now, God didn't spell out exactly what they was doing, but I'm sure it was just as wicked as what's going on today. It's nothing different. A lot of the wicked stuff was going on. You can look at Sodom and Gomorrah. They was doing it in the days of Noah. There was a lot of wickedness. Sodom and Gomorrah was not the only ones doing wicked. God did not destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Let me put this out here first because there's a lot of people with misinformation. You know, and I, I used to think this way too. Why did God destroy Sodom and Gomorrah? Many people will say because of homosexuality and stuff like that. And I will agree. But that was just a little part of it. People got that concept because had the man wanted to make love to the angels that uh that was Lot was looking out for. You know, Lot offered the uh the wickedness of the homosexual man his daughters. You know, you find that in the book of Genesis as well. But no, God did not only destroy Sodom and Gomorrah because of homosexuality, that came in the package with the other things. God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of wickedness. And disobedience. They were wicked. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions. And it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions. And yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother and even son can enjoy eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. See, wicked. They was homosexuals. They was liars. They was blasphemers. They was, you know, they was just evil in all type of different ways. You follow where I'm going. That's why God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. You can't just pick out homosexuality. You can't just do that. No, no. The reason that's picked out so much because of what happened with Lot's uh, daughters or what happened with the angels that was with Lot. So people looked at that as one of the only passages that's proved that God so mad and mad at only homosexuals. But no, God wrath came down on them because of sin, because of evil. Okay? Because of evil. Sin wasn't dealt with as of yet. He came down on Sodom and Gomorrah because of all wickedness, all sin, all evil. Okay, so let's get that straight right now. He didn't pick and choose certain sins. Like some people, contrary to some ministers, or some people might even think today when they preach Solomon Gomorrah, they got wiped out because of their wickedness. Wickedness, period. Even if it wasn't no, let me put it this way, even if it wasn't no homosexuality going on in Solomon Gomorrah, God still would have wiped out Solomon Gomorrah. You get my point. Even if there wasn't no stealing going on, God would have still wiped out Sodom and Gomorrah. Even if there wasn't no, you know, 
uh, all kind of evil, not only molesting or lying or whatever like that, God still would have wiped out Sodom and Gomorrah because of their wickedness. They were wicked. It was beyond only homosexuality, and that's wicked in itself, but all other sins was wicked to God as well. So let's get that straight. That's why he wiped out Sodom and Gomorrah, because of their evilness and their wickedness. Let's not just pinpoint only homosexuality, okay? All right. All right. So, the reason I'm saying this is because I'm finna put these two together. What went on in the days of Noah? What went on in the, the time of Sodom and Gomorrah and other nations God wiped out because of wickedness? But in a big realm, that's, that's going to add up to what I'm, I'm finna go right now. Now, you say, Joe, what's so wicked about America? Now, I'm, I'm just using that. Some people might ask that. It's a lot of things going on in the world. Not only America. Remember, this is a whole. You know, it's a lot of things that's going on in the world. And what bothers me more than anything what's going on in the world, a lot of people are blind to it or just ignore it. Or they just don't believe people are that wicked or evil. Let me say that again. People hear certain things going on around the world by the mainstream media news in America. Let me start with America because we're here in America. So let's let's pinpoint America. People hear a lot of things going on in the news, mainly from the mainstream media, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, CBS, Fox News, Fox News, other network, other networks, and everything like that. The well-known uh, cable networks, and they also hear about the bad things going on locally in their cities and states from their local news. Correct? So they know it's a lot of evil and stuff going on. They know it's some type of change. People already know that already. Okay. All right. Why? Because they see things happening around their homes. They see things happening close by home. They hear about word of mouth and things like that. They hear about the news and et cetera, far as that. They get that information like that. A lot of the people, I believe probably the majority of the people in America get their news mostly from that way. So they use, their, they get their knowledge because everybody become a become an expert on what's really happening in the world. They try to break it down, what they think they use their own, you know, their own opinion or whatever like that, or their own, what they call that word? Uh, what they call that word? Well, whatever, I give, it'll come back to me later. But they, uh, they uh, use their own hypothesis of what's really going on that way. So it's a lot of speculation, not facts that's out there. It's more speculation than facts. It's more theories. It's more opinions than facts when it comes to news and the world today. That's just a fact. You know, that's, that's just a fact. Correct? But there's things, news, there's wickedness behind the wickedness that's going on. There's evil behind the evil that's going on. I'm not even talking about Satan yet. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get there some, some, some later. There's evil behind the evil. There's wickedness behind the wickedness. What I mean by that, that, you're not hearing everything that you think you should be hearing. Joe, you're confusing me. What, oh, you sound kind of 
uh, crazy. Now, what's going on? No, what I, what, what I'm saying here is our United States of America and uh, has become a propaganda pit hole. If you don't know what propaganda is, propaganda, the best way to make it plainly, they became more of an outlet of lies, false truths, little truths added with big lies or big lies added with a little truth, stretching the truth or stretching the lie, overplaying the truth or underplaying the truth, propaganda. Is usually false news, false information. Now, United States has become. Now, I'm not going to say has become, has been. We just find it now one of the top propaganda nations in the world. Really, United States has been. Okay, let me give you an example. Listen close. Let me give you an example. And we need to pay attention. We commercials, advertising. All that is acting, advertising, marketing. You look at marketing, I'm 58 years old. You go back in the past, you look at a lot of advertising and the marketing. What is something simple as cereal commercials or hot dog commercials or movies, whatever like that. What made us want those things? We didn't just up and want to do those things or go to those places. What made us want to go? Advertising. They stretched the truth. They made the hot dog look more better than what it really is. You notice even back then when they show a hot dog and a hamburger, the hamburger always looked more bigger and more juicier on advertising and on TV than it does when you get it in real life the majority of the time. That's done purposely to pull you, to pull you. Now, we didn't know that then. We just took it for granted. We did not know that then. Okay. That's another example. Cars. They make they overplay and they lie about cars. Now I'm just talking about America. This is gonna help you. This is gonna help you. I'm talking about America. That's part of advertising. Okay, what else? Uh, <coughs> uh schools. Even advertising about schools, different programs. They stretch it. They make it better than what it is. They show people with smiles. Sometimes the most beautiful is people. And you know, good and way everybody in these places is not beautiful, is not pretty, and not good looking. I'm not trying to be mean. But they ain't gonna put nobody with bad looks on there. That's advertising. They won't they they trying to pull you. They know it's power in advertising. That's back then, you know, through advertising in America. What made cigarettes popular? What made smoking popular? They made smoking seem like it was the coolest thing in the world. That it won't harm you. Tobacco was good. They had tobacco. That's why uh, tobacco and cigarettes is the most biggest seller besides alcohol today now. Because remember, alcohol was illegal. They used to try to bootleg that stuff back in the Pearl, before Pearl Vision and all that stuff, you know. You know, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. You know, excuse me for that. But the, that uh, alcohol was outlawed. Cigarettes wasn't, but alcohol was outlawed. That tells you how 
manipulated and deceived people was about the cigarette. A lot of advertising about cigarettes, what it would not do to you, how good it was for you. That's propaganda. Before alcohol became legal, because it was outlaw, before alcohol became legal, it was they knew it was not good for you. Then it passed through, and then you see the commercials about alcohol, how good it is, and how whatever like that. And they go back how it make you feel all the time. See, they left that part out. It just meant about the taste and the relaxation of it. So that's part of propaganda. You follow me? You, you see where I'm going now? That's part of propaganda. Okay? The reason I'm talking about this is because I want to give you a little history of America. Selling cars. They oversell. You know, files that. Chewing gum. Clothing. If you look at all the advertisements from the past and even today, it's propaganda. They're selling you lies. They're stretching some truth and over-exaggerating. Over-exaggerating is a lie when you do it purposely. Let me say that again. When you over-exaggerate purposely, you are lying. <laughs> you are lying because you know you're doing wrong because you're trying to present and you're trying to sell that product. You follow what I'm saying? You try, even people in the streets, when they sell drugs, they're not going to say the drug is weak. Most of the people will. You might get a few honest ones. They're not going to say the drug is weak. They're going to say, man, I got the best. Ain't nobody got nothing like me. That's part of propaganda. They lie. They overstretch the truth. Okay? When I used to do calls and sales and everything, the, the reason it made me uncomfortable to do that because I found myself talking and talking and talking, and I'm reading a script. When you're reading a script, you're reading a script of propaganda, what they're telling you to say. It's not coming from your heart. You're not allowed to come from your heart because you wouldn't make no money. Most people, if they really went by how they really felt, they would not make no money because they have to ignore the pitch. <laughs> they have to ignore the sales pitch, okay? Now, I'm not saying all of it is bad. I'm not saying that you must be good at your craft, but you must be honest. But uh, what's happening in America, a lot of times, it's, it's a lack of honesty because they want that dollar. I have a person calling me almost every other day, sometimes two or three times a day. Because I'm applying for this life insurance, okay? And he calls and he calls and calls. I know it's probably part of his training because I've been through training like that. But he keeps calling. Then after a while, I'm saying to myself, he's not really too much concerned about my life or me dying. Or I'm, I hate to say it like that, but what is his real concern and motive? Really helping me on get my insurance, life insurance, or getting a commission? Say, Joe, that's cold. No, that's not. That's how salesmen do things. We can get bombarded in the sale and forget the real reason why we're trying to help these people. We don't need to call nobody seven days a week. We've been trained that way. We don't need to call nobody, you know, this, this is time is running out. You know, we're lying. We stress the truth. We have lines. See, I'm talking about America now. It happens everywhere. But I'm talking about America. I'm talking about myself. Train to call them every other day. Catch them while they're hot. When I was doing real estate calls and talking to people about real estate, stay on. But even with all that time, I was always uncomfortable with that because my inner man and me being a Christian, I always felt convicted. I'm not going to be calling these people every day. 
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday vernon 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 the heating and cooling specialist the name says it all when you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years well you get really good at it get your heating or cooling system tuned by a vernon specialist today for only 69 dollars Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free now that's a value go to vernonheating.com You know, I don't feel right doing that. I don't feel like I'm pushing them. But today's society here in America is trained to push you in a way so they can get a sale. Then it's not the important thing is not for you learning how so you have protection for your life insurance or your health insurance or your fire insurance or just have a car to get around in. It's for the commission. A lot of people, I'm not saying all people, but I believe a big majority of the people, it wants that commission. There's nothing wrong with that, but what is your motive? I'm always talking about motives. What is your motive, really? Is it really for that person or for that commission? There's nothing wrong with getting that commission, but when you keep pushing it, you keep calling, you're thinking about that commission. You want you want to get paid. Either you're not getting paid enough, or you're not making, making enough money, or some businesses or uh, jobs have a certain quarter you got to make, or they will let you go. You got to catch into a quarter, so you start pressuring people. It's different ways it happens in sales. My point is, it's all pushing propaganda. You oversell. You overkill. You make things better than what it is. When you're dead, you're dead. You ain't going to remember all that stuff anyway, those benefits and those bennies. You're dead. <laughs> but my point is, all right, that's what I mean about propaganda. America's one of the top dogs. A lot of people, I believe, a lot of nations got their craft, not all, from America, and America got their craft from other nations. But I believe a lot of nations, this is my opinion now, got a lot of their craft from America when it comes to advertising. We're one of the most biggest advertisers in the world. Now, you got China, Japan, and everything like that. All of them use a lot of propaganda. They push the truth. They put more of a lie, they put a little lie in a, in a truth, or they put a lot of truth in a lie, in other words. It, it becomes more confusing because I grew up, especially after Iraq War, Iraq War, because I was told that Iraq was one of the biggest propaganda. That was the first time I ever heard that word, propaganda. You know, they used to show how they used to talk about that because uh, the leaders over there then, before uh, the war, the first war, I'm talking about uh, Bush Sr. When, and, and the first war with Bush Sr. went and invaded, uh, uh, well, not invaded so much, but attacked Iraq, you know, with the, about the oil and everything. Bush Sr., I was in Mobile, Alabama then. And they, uh, they used to show uh, videos of their generals and their leaders talking about how their uh, their soldiers was wiping out a lot of Americans and 
They was calling Americans devils and stuff like that. I don't know why. I have a reason why they do that now because of the dirt of the government of America. But they was calling Americans dirt and devils and demons and stuff like that. And they were talking about how they was wiping out these demons and everything like that. And you said, wow, all that is happening? Had that guard was so strong and a lot of Americans was getting wiped out. Didn't find out. That was a lie. That was called propaganda. The key their nation believing that they was on their toes. It was a lie. Let's go to another scenario. Germany. Germany used a lot of radio to make you think that they was taking care of the Jews. They showed pictures of them having little camps and stuff like that. You know, like they was, you know, they put a little, a good sign that they was taking care of a lot of the Jews and a lot of the people and stuff like that. And, and, and radio. And they was making uh, big statements how they was victorious and stuff like that. To do. And in other words, they was denying what was really going on. They was pushing that lie. That's propaganda. That's just a little definition of my definition of propaganda. You can look it up. It's going to come out to the same thing. It's a lie. It's a straight out lie. It's propaganda. So I'm hoping you're getting something on what I'm saying. So most of the commercials that you see is pushing a lie. It's propaganda. It's built that way in America. That's how things sell. That's how capitalism becomes so strong. You sell a lie. You make the you make <coughs> the fish. You make that goldfish look like a whale. <laughs> in other words, that's how you sell it. That's how you manipulate people. The master lies of Satan. The father lies of Satan. So America is one of the number one top propagandist nation in the world. And they're hated by a lot of nations because they manipulate and they stole a lot of things from a lot of nations. Now, that, that's not excluding all the goodness that America has done. Don't get me wrong. I love my country. I'm going to stand up for my country. But what I mean by America, I'm talking about the wicked government. The wicked government, not American people. I'm talking about they got their own individual problems already, and it's a lot. But I'm talking about the wicked government. When I talk about different nations, I'm talking about the wicked government, not the people. It's the wicked government. Government, that's what I mean. And America is one of the most wicked nations for the government, especially back then and especially now, okay? They always has been. Sorry to say that, but they always has been. Okay, now... Let's get to what I want to really talk about recently that's been happening around the world. Either you heard it or you have not. The last two years in America and around the world, let's speak of America first, has been really stressful. It has been really, really stressful for a lot of us, really stressful. The, the COVID-19, the pandemics and stuff like that. But I'm not going to talk about that now. You know, people, a lot of people have woke, woke, awakened on that. But even through the awakening of a lot of people, it's been planted in their heart. It's been planted in their head and they can't get it out of them. It's just like I was talking about one time, even when Israel left Egypt, they could not get Egypt out of them. They took Egypt with them. Some of them wanted to go back. Even though they knew Egypt treated them wrong, even though they knew Egypt was evil, they couldn't get Egypt out of them. And some people cannot get this pandemic or COVID out of them. If today, if somebody said today COVID wasn't real, and I'm not saying that, 
But I'm using it as an example. Somebody said, oh, this COVID wasn't real. You know, the mask, mask was a waste of time and all the social distance, whatever like that. It was all a farce. People will still wear the mask. People will still be paranoid. Now, you got some people with schizophrenia. Uh, not schizophrenia. <laughs> I'm about schizophrenia. You got uh, some people uh, have certain phobias already or that was somewhat germaphobic already. So that just made it worse for, for, the, for the people that already was germaphobic. But I'm talking about the ones that wasn't, that was really scared out of the wits because of the COVID and whatever like that, you know. Whether it was real or whether it wasn't, not. I'm not talking about that, you know. I have my ideas on that, but I'm not going to get into that. But uh, they will still wear a mask. They will still be very distant, they would still be afraid. Now, I'm not knocking them, but they, you could be aggravated to them, and they could be aggravated to me and you because it started, a, it started a split in people now. You know, people look at each other funny, the one that wear the mask, look at the one that don't wear the mask funny, and the one that don't wear the mask like myself, look at the other ones like that weird because they still wearing the mask, even though it ain't go, it's been proven it's not going to stop nothing. That's what I mean. They planted that seed. And it, it's hard. They will, a lot of people will wear them until they're deathbed. Some people probably take a shower when, with a mask. <laughs> I, I, I would not doubt it. Now, I'm not trying to make fun of people or nothing like that. I'm saying seed planting. When you can plant an idea into an individual or into a crowd of people, you can do the same with nations. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You could do the same with Nations. It, it doesn't take a, a rocket scientist to see that. You know, a few years ago, uh, early through the pandemic, I already knew that. Me and my brother talked about it one time. And we talked about, we said, man, even when all this, if it ever goes away, I don't know if it will. I, it don't look like it. But even if it ever goes away, I think it's going to lighten up a little bit. I think you will see a little light, humanly light. But, uh, but it's more worse to come, believe me, it is. But even when it does lighten up and things start clearing up and it will slowly but surely, you will see some light. <clears throat> People still will wear, they're going to wear their masks and stuff like that. Man, we was talking about that a few years ago before all this coming and it, it, it's, it's happening right now. And I had no doubt about that. Not, not because I'm prophesying and I knew the future, but you can see that because of the power of manipulation, the power of propaganda, the power of fear. People underestimate the power of fear that it can put on a person, you know. So people still today, you know, is going to even whatever goes on, they're still going to wear their mask, whatever like that. Okay. And, you know, for, uh, for each his own, you know. Well, anyway, uh, there's been a few incidents going on lately in the, here around the world and also in America. I don't know if you heard about this, but I'm going to, uh, I don't have a rope down. I'm going to try to get through this because I, uh, uh, I want to just make this pretty clear and make you aware because on this show, I just try to make people aware if they're not aware. These for the ones that's not aware, not the ones that know it all. Okay. But the ones that's not aware of this, you heard it happened, uh, started what over a month or so ago, uh, 
Biden making a few speeches about the food shortages and different things, et cetera, like that. I, I don't have enough stomach to listen to Biden or none of them. I get sick in the stomach because all the, the in-your-face lying. And that's what they do, just do a lot of lying. We're using big words. He can't even do that no more. And I'm kind of at the same time, I feel sorry for him because I just see a signs of dementia in him. I'm not a doctor. I don't know that, but something is not right. He's very incohesive and things is not right with Biden. And I'm just putting it that way. I'm not going to call him names or nothing like that because I feel sorry for him. I don't think he's the president. I think he's been used. I know a lot of things he's signing. I believe he's someone else's coerced him to sign him or just set him up to sign these things, you know, because something is not right. But uh, before I get more into that, that's just my opinion on that. And I think I'm correct on a lot of it, you know. But anyway, Biden talking about the food shortages and different things like that, etc. You know, what's going to be happening. You notice when they say things is going to be happening, whether it's a year or two before, it happens. Oh, what a coincidence. My point is, have you, have any of you that's listening to me, and be honest with yourself, if you paying attention, whether you care, don't care or not, let, I want to talk to a group of people. Have you heard about the fires that's been going on lately in the food plants? Not only in the United States, but around the world. I don't know how many. I just read, I, I didn't know if it was hundreds. I didn't know it was hundreds, but according to, uh, one of the health ranges, this guy keeps up on a lot of the stuff. I don't listen to him a lot because he's almost like listening to bad news all day long. And it becomes depressing. Well, anyway, even if it's true, sometimes you got to say, okay, there is some type of victory somewhere. But he makes it sound depressing sometimes. Well, anyway, there's hundreds of plants that have been set on fire. And I've been slowly but surely, I, I should have been more looking more into this. But it didn't, I didn't, I haven't been keeping up on it because it's not shocking to me why. I'm beyond the why. This is me. I'm beyond the why. I don't have no facts or nothing like that. But I'm beyond the why because of the timing of it. Somebody talks about food shortages and all these things going on in the United States. We're going to have a world food shortages and everything. Okay, before the fire started, remember the, the hold up on some of the food supplies is getting hold up on the sea and stuff like that. That was a little uh, a red flag right there. All of a sudden, a lot of food supplies getting held up. People's stores, they cannot even stock their foods because even around different nations, a lot of things that's come from different nations was taking effect on food supplies and grocery stores, and they hit the smaller uh still around mama pop stores and different stores around there harder. So you can look in some of the big stores, you can see a lot of gaps in stores. I didn't pay too much of that attention. I just thought with something like that does happen. But as I kept going back and forth, I kept saying, man, something is strange. Why is these are just left open and vacant so much now. You know, usually they have their stuff restocked and have boxes and boxes of stuff out there. But right now, you're not seeing a lot of that. You're seeing a lot of gaps and a lot of empty shelves in stores. Okay, well, anyway, a lot of that was going on starting, you know, within a year ago, you know. This is before the fires and stuff started happening. Okay, now, also before the fires and stuff now started happening. Now, I'm going somewhere with this. You have the, uh, the meat plant that... Cyber attacks. I was working at a meat plant temporarily at that time, and then you had the cyber attacks and blah blah blah. You know, all of a sudden people accounts was getting locked and everything like that. But it was it was happening to meat plants. Why meat plants?
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday vernon 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 the heating and cooling specialist the name says it all when you focus solely on indoor comfort for 43 years well you get really good at it get your heating or cooling system tuned by a vernon specialist today for only 69 dollars Vernon's 60 to 90 minutes of meticulous system inspection guarantees energy savings or the tune-up is free now that's a value go to vernonheating.com What meat plants? It was happening to a meat plants. I'm not saying exclusively, but it was happening to meat plants. You know, it happened to my job. We got hit when I was working there, you know. But, of course, they blame Russia. I'm not saying it's not Russia, nothing like that, like they do today, blame everything on Russia. And, uh, of course, it was Russia and everything. The United States don't do nothing like that. Oh, not America. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not America. But it was Russia. You know, they blame that on Russia. Okay. The cyber attacks. You had that. They posed that caught a few of them, you know, yeah, whatever. They suppose that caught a few of them. They always say they done that, but you never see nothing about it. They always say they captured a few people, but you never see nothing about them, you know. Uh, we just supposed to believe it. That's what we are. We just, America, we so gullible. We just believe everything America say. Hell yeah, whatever. Well, you know, uh, I'm sounding sarcastic because to me, it sounds so... It's so obvious to me. I, I guess I'm kind of not arrogant on that, but I sound sarcastic because I know it's a lot of it's a lot of bull junk. It's a lot of crap, man. It's a lot of lies, and I'm gonna get to you. Why I say why? Because these things are happening for a reason. Okay, so it's not a coincidence. It's no conspiracy. A lot of conspiracies, what they call conspiracy, is coming to fruition now. It's finding out it's even true. But not only is it true, it's worse than what the conspiracy, so-called conspiracy theorists thought. It's worse. It's being exposed. They're just telling you almost what they're going to do now in a very political way of saying it. You got to learn how to read between the lines, you know. Okay. Then after that, now you have to, um, I'm probably missing some things, you guys probably know more. Then you have the fires. All of a sudden, you got all these fires in these mint plants. The, I mean, meat plants, meat fat. Okay, I heard about one. I said, okay, yeah, I can understand that. But all my antennas went up on that because of the timing, after buying them speech and all that jazz. Then another one started. Then another one started. Not so much right by each other. I'm not, I don't know the timing. I didn't keep up with that. But according to some other uh, alternative news, it's over. It's been hundreds of plants. I'm not saying all in America has been caught on fire. Food supply plants. Is that a coincidence? All of a sudden, all these plants is been catching on fire. But you always hear them saying the same thing. We are investigating this or it's because of this and everything. We are looking into this. But you notice when a lot of times they say that another incident happens and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, that fades away. You don't hear nothing about the press no more because another disaster just happened. Hmm. You follow what I'm saying? If you're not paying attention to this, you need to pay attention. I'm giving you something you probably don't even know about. It's a trend. It's a trend. It's a method to this madness that's going on. It is a method to this madness, okay? All the fires. There's been over hundreds of fires in food plants. 
you hear the rumors and different things. I don't have no proof that they're trying to cut off the food supply. They're trying to get us to starve so we can just get sucked into them like they've done in Germany and different things like that. Now, you might think that's a conspiracy. No, baby, you need to get past that now. This stuff is really happening. This stuff is really happening, okay? This is what's really going on. You don't have to believe it. You do not have to believe it. That's on you. If you are a Christian and you are ignoring this, no, this is not the tribulation. These are birth pains. This is not the tribulation period. No, this is not the time of the mark of the beast. No, I'm not talking about that. These are the birth pains, and we are going to go through a lot of these birth pains before Jesus come and get us. I'm sorry to say that, but we're going to go through some things that we thought we wouldn't have to go through. We are before the rapture, the catching away of the church. Before it gets too bad, Jesus, God is not lost. He, he knows when he come and get us, but we're going to see a lot of things going through. We're going to, going to say, how you know that, Joe? Because we're saying it now, if you're paying attention. If you're paying attention, we're already going through a lot of the birth pains right now. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. Re I'm, I'm going to be skeptical of stuff because I'm trying to get along. Because there's so much going on that the local news and the mainstream news is not telling you all. The ones that's only walk local. That's why it sounds crazy to you and you don't hear things like this because they're not reporting it. They're not reporting it for a reason. They're sold out. The administration is sold out. If you're a Democrat, these are not the same Democrats. Democrats always had their issues anyway, but these are far-left Marxists, left-wing that's running the nation right now, period. And it's a shame that you still want to vote for them. But let me get past that, okay. All right. Not only... With the food that's going on. Now you notice it's already a lot of issues with the poking and the jabbing. You know, the deaths and the adverse effects are being very, very underreported. They have a, a, a website that you can go to called VEARS, V-E-A-R-S, that you can go to. And you can look at different uh, adverse effects of certain deaths that's supposedly caused by the, the poking and the jabbing the vaccine. You're not going to hear that on the mainstream media news. They're not going to talk about that because they sold out. You're not going to hear that in your local news. Very little. They got to let a little bit out because they can't deny it. Some of things just so much out there. But the little bit that you hear about an adverse effect, and listen closely to what I'm saying. The little that you hear on the local news or even the, the, uh, the mainstream news that you hear about adverse effects with the post poking and the jabbing and the vaccine, believe me, there's double to triple going on besides that little they told you. It's always more. Just go back there. It's always more. It's always been like that. You know, that's just propaganda, just news. They don't tell you. It's always been like that. You know, give you some truth without telling you the whole truth. You, you follow what I'm saying? Give you some truth and not telling the whole truth. You know, that's, that's the system we're set in right now. Okay. All right. But all of a sudden, you don't hear as much about the mandates. You hear about the the food shortages. You hear about the Ukraine war, another distraction. You get distracted by the Will Smith slap 
of Chris Rock. You get little distractions like the uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard news and stuff like that. You distract, now, the, the latest distraction, which nobody's really looking at, but it's still a distraction. The January 6th insurrection. You hear about that. Now, let's talk about that. The riots that went on around the United States. Things you only heard from other countries. The riots that went on around the United States. And they're supposed to be because of the death of George Floyd. You really buying that Kool-Aid Christian? That they Now, that was a bad thing, what happened with George Floyd. Now, I look at it in a biblical perspective. And I'm not putting nobody down. And I'm not, you know, trying to belittle the real hard feelings of their family that suffered through the death of their son or their brother, whatever like that. But sometimes your lifestyle will bring these kind of consequences to you. This might hurt some people. Sometimes your lifestyle of sin and the way you are living. And he wouldn't, he didn't have a real clean life he was living. It was some, some real things that he done was really, really wrong. Sometimes your life is called reaping and sowing. Reaping and sowing is still real today, people. You sow what you reap, whether it's to you or someone in your family. That still happens today. Sometimes your lifestyle is going to bring a certain destruction or victory in your life. It doesn't go in an order all the time, but some things happen to you in a way that could start a big thing like that. And people will ignore it. They don't think like that. All they can say is poor George Floyd and whatever like that, an evil, mean cop. Now, whatever way you look at it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, you know, put down George Freud, and I'm not going to put down this cop. But I just want you to look at reality in the spiritual sense when it comes to the Christian, the believer. We cannot get caught up in that worldly thinking, saints. Yes, we could feel the hurt and whatever like that, that many people's lives have been tucking unjustly. But the majority of the people, that black men that's been tucking, a lot of them, I believe the majority of them was justified because of their lifestyle. I ain't talking about the mistakes and the murders that some of them was tuck, tucking unjustified. I'm talking about the ones most of them was tucking justifiable because of their lifestyle of sin. Now, if you don't know the difference of being justifiably killed and unjustified murder, there's murder. And there's you being killed. Let me say it again. Being murdered. Okay, I had to pause a little bit right there. I'm running for old buddy of mine, old co-worker man. God bless his heart and everything. Old buddy of mine. Mexican guy. I always say he looked like a brother. Brother as in black. Because he got the such features as a black man. I thought he was black when I first met him. You know, that's that's stereotyping. Not stereotyping, that's prejudging of color. So I was guilty of that. I thought he was a black man. And he said it was Mexican. I said, oh, wow. Man, okay. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, I forgot where I left off at. <laughs> Sorry about that. I forgot where I left off at. Because I know I go long because of the long ones you I usually do. That means I have a lot of information to throw out there. I don't want to break it down into two segments or three segments like that like I used to do in the past. I want to just get into one lump song. If it's just too overwhelmingly long for you, you can always come back to it when I get through and whatever. When, I, when I'm done and just, you know. But it's some very important information I wanted to get out there, you know. And I'm just freestyling. A lot of things, like I said, is becoming by my memory. <laughs> but, uh... 
Yeah, uh, the George Floyd thing, you know, all that going on with the George Floyd thing, the riots and stuff like that, you know. All of that stuff, not the George Floyd murder. No, there was a murder. I, I agree with that. There was a murder. Now, did the guy murder him on purpose? I just, I don't really believe that. They made it feel like it was a white and black thing. I don't believe that. I just think the man was, I'm not going to say undertrained. I just think he had a careless attitude when he done that with the George Floyd thing. You know, and how sad and that was a murder and how wicked that looked it on film because they kept playing it over and over and over again. Why? As part of the push the narrative of race on you of a white man killing a black man. That's also part of the propaganda. You see what I'm saying? Not saying that the act was wrong, but they made it look worse than what it was, like it was purposely done. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I just do not think the man killed George for the purpose. I think he was careless with the, his knee on that man's neck. Yes, he was careless, and he killed the man anyway. So a lot of things, what he's getting now, I believe he deserved it because of how careless he was. How careless he was. So I'm I'm not disagreeing on that, but I'm the motive behind them playing it over and over again. That's what I'm looking at in the perspective of why they're pushing the narratives of white and black to make it a racist thing. That's what I disagree with because I don't believe it was. I just believe it. I don't know if the man was racist or not. You know, I don't know that. I don't know George Floyd. Both of them have their backgrounds. Both of them had things they've done in the past. You know, uh, Chauvin and George Floyd. You know, they had, they're not good kin. They're not good examples to nobody. George Floyd either. He's not nobody you should be making a statue about. I might upset some people, but I'm just going to be in your face right now. As much as I talk, be in my own face. He's no one to be creating a statue for. He's no credit to be worshipping or just making memorial days out. You know, even if they try to make a holiday, I believe they would. Why they're doing this, it's not because of George Floyd. It's because of an agenda to push the black and white narrative and push the anti-cop thing that police are evil, mainly White policemen. You don't hear too much about them saying black policemen, but they just, the issue is to push the white, you know, narrative of evil white police officers, and the majority of the white and black police officers are good, period. I don't care what you think, period. They are good people, you know, but you got your clique out there in any type of profession, even a fireman, you got your racist people, white men out there, you do. There are a lot of racist white men out there, and you got your big-headed racist black people as well. So you're going to always have your clique, but it's not as bad as, as the media wants you to think it is, okay? Then that got pushed. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday the riots broke out man you know they look at this and i want you to listen closely when a riots broke you know you had minnesota it was more you had chicago and you had portland you had seattle and i forgot who else was big riots 
you know, not protesting. Now, it's the difference between protesting and rioting. These was riots, you know. You know, don't get it, don't get it mixed up. You would, it's a difference between protesting, which is 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 okay, it's good. You know, I'm not a protester, but it's okay. I'm not against it. Compared to rioting, and you have people breaking in stores and tearing up neighborhoods. Even had in Seattle, they took over partially the downtown city. How easily it was for them to do that is kind of bombards my mind. Because, you know, why? Because they, they, they basically just told the police to shut down or stand down. So it was kind of, police was kind of locked. They couldn't do nothing. Some of them didn't care anyway. But I'm just talking about the legit ones that really wanted to do something. Because you will always have that majority of remnant that really wanted to stand up. But they was told to, uh, to stand down and different things like that in all the cities. Not only Seattle, not only Portland, not only Chicago and cities like that. They was told by their leaders to stand down. You know, did you know about that? So they, they, all this, a lot of stuff was allowed. They brought in Antifa. Then you had the marches with the, uh, the transformation all of a sudden of BLM, the so-called Black Lives Matters. They used black people themselves to form this Marxist group. Let me say this again. BLM manipulated and fooled a lot of black men and white people. Even today. They, they, they manipulate. How do you know they manipulate it? Because people, without even searching or doing their historic, of doing their researching themselves of where do these groups come from. Let's start off with BLM. Where do these groups come from? No black man really. No, I'm not going to say no black man because there's a lot of black men that was using their head dead. Where does group come from? This group came out of nowhere after all this went on with the George Floyd and his group stopped forming. All these different types of groups. Antifa been around for a little bit. But BLM and other little small groups that you never heard of was formed. You know, but you notice another thing, BLM, Black Lives Matter. All this race talk was going on through the mainstream media, through the local news. It was thrown in people's face, left and right, left and right, left and right, left and right. The black victim and the white guilty. The black victim and the white guilty, you know, was thrown out there, so it was starting a lot of riots. But at the same time, it was so confusing to me because I'm looking at this. I say, okay, all this because of uh, George Floyd? Really? Because of, no, it wasn't because of George Floyd getting killed. It's because of a white man allegedly killing George Floyd, a white cop. Listen to what I'm saying, allegedly killing George Floyd. Because you look at it this way, Now I don't have no facts, but I, I believe this is true. If it was a black cop that done it to George Floyd, do you think it would have been all that mess and all that going on? I really don't think so. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. I, I really doubt it because the narrative is to push racism, white and black. Remember this. Let's stay in the picture now. Let's stay in context. The, the narrative is to push white and black. That's outside the narrative of a black man killing a black man, whether it's a black cop. It would have been ridiculed, but not as much if he was black. You get my point, and you know that's true. You know that's true, okay, <clears throat> because it happens all the time. Because black cops do shoot black people, but you don't hear much about it as much as a white cop shooting a black person. That's just the narrative, you know, far as that. Most of it justifiable and some not justified. Some is just carelessness. 
you know, not trained well. You know, they need training on that. But most of our believe was justified because of the lifestyle or what that person that was in the act or accused of doing. I'm going to stand on that. You might disagree with me, but that's okay. I still love you, and it's okay, but I'm going to stand on that, you know. You do your research, I do mine, and let's put them together, okay, statistically-wise, okay. I'm going to stand on that, all right. And also for what I see, you know, what I see. But anyway, the riots and start breaking out, they breaking in buildings and, uh, you know, you know, black people breaking in their own neighborhood buildings, man. They tearing up their own hood. You know, they're, they're breaking in their own stores. You got black people crying. It took them longer to build stores than some white people. It took them longer to build stores. They, and they, they stores got destroyed by black people and some white people that pushed it. Antifa. Antifa. Keep a lot of that in. Antifa is a white racist group, you know. But anyway, Black Lives Matter supposed to have been for the black people. They brought in billions of dollars from what I heard, you know. I'm just going about what I heard and everything. But if you noticed, you know, maybe no more than I do, none of that money went into the black neighborhoods. Where did the money go? We'll get into that, but what did the money go? They didn't go in the black neighborhoods. You didn't see them marching in the black neighborhoods of Chicago or nothing like that, as far as I know. And the, the ones that did march in certain cities, some black neighborhoods didn't even want them there because they knew what their agenda was. You know? They knew what their agenda was. Well, anyway, I don't want to stay in that one thing. I'm just going a different bounce before I start reading some scriptures uh, why a lot of this stuff has happened. And this is nothing new, but it still hurts and shocking to some people. But, um, the food crisis, the uh, the lockdowns, the mandates with the vaccines, the riots, you know, the different things like that. You know, all that happening within a few years. All that happening within a few years. Then you mix in the Ukraine war all of a sudden. You, you do this, all this. Now, even by Biden being the president, all this stuff going on. Then you see the falling gas, the, uh, the hiking gas prices all of a sudden. The food shortages. It's a lot of things that's happening since the last few years. Real fast. Real fast. Like it's, to me, that just looked like an agenda. People might say, is this man this stupid? Is this man really know what he's doing? How come he passing all this stuff knowing it ain't going to work? Why? Because there is agenda. I believe they're trying to bring down America on purpose. It couldn't be this stupid knowing this stuff is not going to work. Therefore, they're trying to bring America down so they can just usher in this takeover of the world order and this great reset where they got set. It's to call the 2030 Great Reset that they're trying to reset and re redo America. Bill Gates already made different hints of depopulating and stuff like that. A lot of stuff you might not agree with, but man, all this sudden dying and you know, you heard about the sudden infants that's dying all of a sudden, the people dying left and right, and everybody's saying they're looking into it. They're looking into it. They're looking into it. People are dying in the thousands. You hear me? People are dying in the thousands. This is not propaganda. This is not conspiracy. These are facts. People are dying. Now, I'm not saying all of them died because of the vaccine. I'm not saying all of them died because of this, but something is going wrong. How come a lot of their symptoms of dying is usually come with all of some heart attacks? 
heart attacks, heart attacks, different type of heart attacks. I never heard no myocarditis and everything like this until these vaccine shots and all start coming together. All these different names of different things they call and things. And then all you got the high suicide rates. A lot of youngster people committing suicide. Not poor people. These are well-off people. These are people successful committing suicide. You might say that's always been happening. Not as prevalent. You might think it's been happening like that because the media only reports so much. So it looks like it's a normal thing that's been happening for a few years. But the catch is the alternative news, the ones they try to keep quiet. You have other news people, real journalists out there that's telling you what's the other side. That's why I always talk about the other side. Even when it comes to the Bible, bro, I'm letting you know about the other side. There's a bigger evil behind the evil, like I said earlier. There's a bigger lie behind the lie. What they are telling you is not everything. If they told you a few people died from the shot, that means it's triple that. Follow what I'm saying. Because they got to tell you something. Yeah, okay. Sounds weird, but just every time you hear me just coming in an hour, that means I have to pause it because of distraction. Because I'm just in an area that I'm going, I'm getting a lot of distraction. So let me just try to get through this. You know, what has a lot been going on? You know, in the last, people might say it's been going on for the longest. No, no, I'm disagreeing with that because you might people might say people have always been dying in sports people not as prevalent. You only see you can say that a lot of you guys can say that. Because you're only getting certain little pictures of the or some of you are not even hearing about it that all these people are dying and falling dead all of a sudden. Now I'm not blaming the vaccine on all of this, but I am saying the vaccine has something to do with a lot of it. But my point is, you know, depopulation and all this stuff going on, food shortages and all the, the fires going on and different things like that, not only the fires, but the different shortages in stores like that. This is not a coincidence. Now, I'm going to tell you why, because these things is going to happen. People are really that evil, believe me. People are really that evil. I might sound conspiratorial or just a little wired here right there, but the real truth usually is because there's so many lies out there, people don't know the difference what truth is. A truth sound weird now to people. A truth sound overboard. It sounds wacky to people now. If you're not into the know. If you're not into the know. If you're not searching. And Christians, you, we need to be the main ones looking at these things. You know. Oh my God. Okay, yeah. So, there's a lot of things going on. You know, it's it's just a lot of things. You know, you know what? I'm a, I'm a I'm a person that shoots out awareness. Now, I'm not saying everything is fact, but I want you to be aware of certain things that's happening around you that you might not be aware of. All I am saying is try to find different alternative news. Get beyond Fox News. Because they're the closest to more legit, but they even kind of sold out for one way or the other. They got worse. But there's other news like Newsmax and other, other. See, I get a lot of my news now from some paid subscribe news, very little, and some alternative news that's been censored. See, these news programs and outlets that I listen to the majority of the time now 
is censored news. I'm like this. If they got to keep sensing you and don't want you to say the other side of what's, what you know, or even an opinion, or they don't want you to hear another side of a scientist or another, uh, another outlook on things, that's always a red flag with me, folks. I'm just being serious. So, therefore, I have no trust, no more trust in the mainstream media news, no more trust in a lot of local news. I let them stick to weather. I listen to their weather. Sometimes I don't believe that sometimes because that changes. But a lot of things they are doing now are so robotic to me now. I just don't have a lot of trust in the mainstream media. You know, zero. Not a trust in them. So I look at my news in other areas I call alternative news. And I think a lot of you guys ought to do the same. You also look at some of the Christian outlet news that report things that you don't hear or from the mainstream media. The more you put 90% of your attention in mainstream media, that's what you go on. Your thought pattern and your belief system is going to fall on. If you're not listening, no other alternative news or no other Christian news or no other, you know, because all of them is not Christians, but they have some real news out there, real journalists, you're going to be caught in a bubble of the propaganda lies. So you're not going to see a lot of stuff or hear a lot of stuff that I'm talking about because they're not going to talk about it. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. The Jeep Black Friday sales event is here with incredible deals on a wide selection of Jeep 4x4 vehicles. Right now, get 15% below MSRP for an average of 11514 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE Overland or Summit. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 11514 average based on 15% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee 4xE Overland and Summit models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 1130. Jeep is a registered trademark. But they're not going to talk about it. Why would they talk about something that's going to bring them down? No, it's to keep you in the not know. Not in the know, it's to keep you in the not know. The alternative news and other news and other news, whatever like that, you know, like Epoch's news, you know, like Redacted, you probably never heard of these, you know. They even deeper than news, Matt. They are, these are even some of the things that talked about the Blaze, Glenn Beck. And all them, these guys are really getting censored a lot because they do their own research and they got their own dollars and they do real journalism and they come up with the real news and other side that you don't hear nothing about. That's why you don't hear a lot about these things yourself. You can sit up there and say, I ain't heard that. No, I can't believe it because you ain't heard it. Don't mean it ain't true. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm going, I'm, I, I can't babysit nobody. You have to do your own research. I can't make you or spoon feed you. I don't even do that with my son. I'm like tough on my son when it comes to that. You got the things, some things you got to do yourself. Some things I got to do myself. I can't have nobody just telling me everything. You have to do it yourself. We need to work out our own salvation as the Bible said. We need to study to show ourselves approved. A workman that needs not a shame. Not being ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Well, Now that's when it's coming to the Bible and God's word. You have to be diligent in the word of God. You have to be diligent 
and life as well. Don't just swallow all the Kool-Aid with all that sugar all the time. Question. Sometimes your inner person, your inner man as a saved person will let you know something is not right. Question it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, now let me get to my main, my main gist. Let's get to the Bible. There's so much going out there. I can't talk about everything right now. Not because I don't want to. I just don't want to put it all in all time. You know, it's long enough. But, you know, it, it's, it's so much information that I have. There's so many people I could send to YouTube. I don't have a big platform like a lot of people like that. You know, I don't get any comments. I don't have anybody that, I don't have a lot of hits. You know, I only have close to only 500 people. I don't have a big audience. That's okay. But the little people that, people that do listen to me, I'm going to get this information to them. Okay? There's others out there that got more. But it's also the audience that listen to me. I'm going to get this information out there. Then I'm going to bring my perspective within the word of God to this, like I'm finna do right now. Let me read some scriptures. If you don't have your Bible, I'm going to go to 2 Timothy 3 and 1. And this is what I started off with before I started this program. You know, what the Bible says about certain things. Now, some people, you know, including myself, I was talking about that not too long ago, didn't believe a lot of this stuff would be happening in my time, you know, because I believe I thought I would be tucking away, caught away by now, which means the rapture, raptured out by then. But I'm still here. That's why I can come to the conclusion. So many things we're going to have to go through ourselves before the catch away of the church. Because we're going through it right now. We say if you are paying attention, believer, that's if you are paying attention. If not, you just don't see it. You might be too churchy. Or you might be too caught up in your congregation. You know, the preaching or the prosperity message or something like that. And you're missing what's really going on around you. You're just like the people in the days of Noah. The only difference, some of you are going to heaven and most of you are not. It's just like the days of Noah. These things are happening. It's, it's a lot of evil and a lot of rebellions. It's a lot of anti-God out there. A lot of people doing a lot of evil things out there. But it's a lot of people doing a lot of good things too, but still ain't thinking about God. So I don't want to just put dwell on the evil that's going on. That's prevalent. That's well known. But there's people doing some decent stuff out there. They're helping people. They're following things. Even the ones that's exposing all these corrupt people, you know, they're doing the right thing. But they're doing it for an American reason, to hold America together. It's not because they want Jesus. It's not because they want to get in life to Christ. That's the sad part. The days of Noah. These good people that's exposing all these corrupt left-wing people and exposing the different corruptions, corruptness in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, mostly in the Democratic Party now. All this corruption and stuff going on with the far left-wing and different things like that, what's really going on. A lot of these people are not saved. You know, they believe in the morals of God, but they are not saved. That's the sad part. I get that information. It's true. Christians not doing it. So I'm getting it from the world. And they're showing it's true. It's not Christians I'm getting most of my stuff from. It's from the unsaved. Now, I know who saved it really not, but I believe most of them is from the unsaved. That's really love their country. But it still comes to this. Man, I'd rather for their soul to be saved. And today, after all that good stuff they are doing for their country, they still will go to hell because of unbelief and not accepting Jesus as their savior. It's death, burial, resurrection, okay? Yes, I have to throw that out there because 
I want you to know the majority of my information is not from people that are Christians. They might be, they believe in the morals of God. They believe in Christendom, but they are not part of the body of Christ. They believe and they might be pro-life. They, they might be for man and a woman in marriage and different things that pertains to a party or the right, the laws of America, which is good, which is great. But if they are not saved and if they are putting their whole investment and their apples on saving America, they're going to lose. They're going to be very disappointed because America will and is going to fall. That's my problem with that. But thank you for the information they give me anyway. My, the most important thing is the same thing, this most important thing to our Father God. is for all men to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. All men to be saved and women to be saved and then come into the knowledge of the truth. And let's get to some word because it always ends with the Bible. Okay, let me, then I'm going to end. I'm going to let you all go with this. Second Timothy Three and one. Now, this is the Apostle Paul teaching Timothy. One of his his uh, his uh, his I would say his little followers, his students. Not like we call it day. One of his students. Now I'm not going to read two, but I'm going to break through it because I want to give you. I want to read to some things about this is not shocking to God. None of this is not. Surprising to God, none of this stuff. Okay, I want you to know that right now. And God said certain things in the mouth of Paul, Jesus Christ revealing these things to Paul, and Paul revealing it to Timothy that these things will be happening in the last days. Now, you might say, when the last days started, uh, according to the Bible, the last days started. When Peter was explaining the date of Pentecost in Acts two, okay, when Peter was when Peter was talking about these are the last days when the prophet Joel said these things would be happening. Now, when God pulled down the Holy Spirit, you know, and they start speaking in different languages and everything, that started the last days, the prophesying and the vision. So, the last days, you could say, somewhat started then, because the Book of Joel was being and came to fruition. The big, the book of Joel's has been, you know, came to life on the day of Pentecost because of those things. Not everything. See, everything else is going to take place in a tribulation period, okay? But I'm just saying the opening of that, you know, the book of Joel. Not Joel, like you said, that's a J-O-E-L. Not Job, but G-O-B. Some people say job. <laughs> but I'm talking about Joel, J-O-L. The, uh, the, uh, when the book of Joel was prophesied. Okay. Joel prophesied what was going to happen in the last days when you go to the book of Joel. Now, the last days started in Acts 2 when Peter was telling them these are the days that Joel, I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, this is from the book of Joel. This is now the last days now. These things are happening because this is the last day. So therefore, when I'm reading, the last day started in Acts 2. So from back then, the last days, even to now and all the way to the end, these are the last days. That's why I said the last days. So when Paul says this in 3, this know also that in the last days. Now, he's not talking about because uh, if you're talking to Timothy, now he's not talking about, you know, last days as in the future. 
you just talking about this is the, the, the part of the last days. That change will come. If you can understand what I'm saying, I hope you can you, you got a grasp what I'm saying. I'm trying to explain it the best way I can with the education and the knowledge that I have, okay? So in other words, he's talking about the last days is going to happen all the way up until the millennium kingdom and beyond. Let me just put it that way, okay? All right. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Perilous times, just say evil times. You know, this all happening within the last days. Perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. Now, what did that mean? Then he's explained this. What? They would be covetous, bolsters, proud, blasphemers, anti-God blasphemers against the things of God, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Now, with those right there, is any of that happening today? Is any of that, do you see any of that happening today? Men shall be lovers of their own selves. They, that means they could be proud and they could be, you know, lovers of their own selves. They're very proud, you know, stuff like that. You know, no God in them. They just, you know, stuck on themselves. You know, you got all these instant billionaires. You got all these billionaires want to take over now. You got all them stuck on themselves and everything like that. I might be misinterpreted this wrong, but that's just a little breakdown of lovers of their own selves. They're selfish. They're narcissistic. Covetous. They mean they're greedy. Bolsters. They mean they brag. Brag a lot. A lot of that. Proud. Blasphemers. They're proud of what they do. Blaspheme against God. Disobedient to parents. They can go to children. So many children. Is children disobedient to parents today? Man, I never seen no much disobedient. I've always been disobedient to parents, but not as prevalent in my time. I like put things in my time like it is today. Unthankful. Very unthankful being unholy. Hmm. Let's read some more. Let's read some more. Let's go to three. You see the police walking around here trying to see what's going on. Okay, that's some police officers walking around. I'm in my job area, so I have to ask questions when I see that activity going around. As me being a security officer, when I see that it just bring, brings an antenna, you know, I hope it's something I'm not missing that's going on around me. I want to know what's going around when I see police officers. Well, anyway, everything's okay according to them. They say they're just stretching. Uh, Got to be on your feet at this job. Got to be on your feet. All right. Three. Uh, I stopped the disobedient to parents and unthankful, unholy. You think about these things as I read them out. Three, without natural affection. Woo! Without natural affection. Think about it. Think about things that's going on now. Truth breakers. Truth breakers mean they don't keep their promises. Don't keep their promises. Break a lot of pro a lot of broken promises today and this time all around. False accusers. Liars. A lot of lying. Oh my God, a lot of lying. Incontented. Fierce. Despises of those that are good. <laughs> now, despises of those that are good. You see so much of that because today you also notice that evil is good, good is evil. Truth is a lie. The lie is the truth. You see, it's a reverse now that's happening here in America and around the world. But I keep speaking of America because you can see that. There's so much lying going on. False accusers. People, they despise those that are good. 
I mean, you talk about right things. You talk about this. You stand up on this. You stand up on the morals of God. You stand up on man and a woman, man, being married. You stand up on pro-life, you know. Again, they look at you as evil, and they hate, almost hate you. They almost hate you now, you know, when you stand up on things that are good. Good as, as in good morals. There's no more good morals. They... They they promoting and pushing this transgender things even in schools. So sad. You know, they have programs and they're showing teachers arguing, you know, against they finding all this curriculum about masturbation, how to be homosexuals, how to masturbate and be transgendering and all okay and all that stuff. All that evil stuff is like they're throwing it right and not in my uh, my, my, not, my, not my face only in the world, but they throwing it in God's face. This is all against God's. They know it. It's morals against God. They don't want the morals of God. It starts with God. This is what this is all about. It's not about you and me. See, they know if they hurt God's people, Satan, they offend and hurt God. So a lot of these things that they're doing is anti-God. Just like the days of Noah, unbelief, they're against God. There's no God to them. Any woman could be a God. A statue could be a God. It's who is God? What is truth? Like Pilate asks Jesus, what is truth? Because everybody got their own truth now. The lie is the truth. The truth is a lie. The spies of those that are good. Good don't mean well, according to the Bible, when you're trying to do good things, the good morals of God, the, 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 the straight and narrow, is not the straight and narrow no more. it got to be crooked. No. You can't go right. you got to go to the left. No, there's not no more. This stuff is no more no more. Those not good no more. Ain't no such thing as good. It depends how you define good. What is good? What do you mean by good? What is the definition of good? They're making up words. They're making up their own dictionary, seem like, of words now. So it's very confusing to children. Children are so confused and it's so sad. They've been forced to wear masks now. Now a law has just been passed down that they want to force another shot on a child at the age of five. At the age of five. Not addressing all the adverse effects of what's going on and the deaths that's going on with this poking and jiving. They ignoring that. They still are pushing this vaccine on children under five and that before that they go even go any lower no doubt about that they go go even lower than that to two they can't even wait till the baby get out the mother's womb without really want to stick the baby with a shot that tells you that's for your good no it's evil it's evil okay i'm getting mad now let me keep going traders a lot of traders out there on both sides People on both sides. You cannot trust a lot of people close to because there's so much of division. The last few years, you have so much of a division with churches as well. With churches. It's not I ain't talking about white and black. That was a problem enough. The segregation with white and black in churches, which is evil and sad enough. But I'm talking about people itself. They divide on their belief of what's going on because of parties, Democratic and Republican. It's sick. Traitors, heady, high minded. Lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. People love pleasure more than lovers of God. It's what makes me feel good. 
what makes me feel good. I don't care what the Bible says or what your righteousness says or what your God says, what makes me feel good. I'm not saying everybody say that, but they say it without even saying it. You know, a man and a woman, whatever makes me feel good, that's right. What's right? Whatever makes me, you and I feel good. That's going on today as well. Having a form of godliness, verse 5, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Okay? I'm going to stop right there. This is just a little bit. 2 Timothy, read that. 2 Timothy 3 and 1, 2. Let me see. 1, 2, 5. All these things I have named. Let me go over one more time, then I'm going to let you go. And I'm going to let you go for that. Read your own Bible. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Last days from back in the book of Acts, you know, over thousands of years ago to now and into the future before the millennium reign of Christ. Last days. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Evil times shall come. So shouldn't be shocked about that. These things are happening now. And it's going to get worse in some areas. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truth breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despises of those that are good, traitors, high, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Now the ones... That says five, don't believe, with just having a form of godliness. These are religious people. They have all the forms. Now, a form doesn't mean it's the way God is. It's just the way they think God is. Godliness, little g, is not with the big g. It says the form of godliness with little g. It's their definition of godliness. Religious. Righteousness. You know, that's what this means by the form of godliness. Not the way God, it's not the God of the Bible. Not the form of the God of the Bible. It's the form of man godliness, how they perceive God is. You know, this new great reset, this new religious set. You know, all these things they're trying to do, this utopia they're trying to bring on America. You know, these different churches that's coming out. You know, these different, you know, this church doing this, this church doing this, this church accepting this, this church saying this, this is a, really a Christian. This is not a Christian. This is the way God, this God is really saying, this is this, this is that, all that type of junk. That's a form of godliness. Little G. Remember, emphasis on little G. But denying the power thereof. That means there's no power. There's no power in this false gods or this false persona of God. And the Bible says this, from such people that live that way or putting that output out there, form of godliness, he's telling Timothy, Timothy to turn away. Get away from it. He's not only talking to Timothy, but that's for the future saints as well. See, he's talking to believers. He's talking to Timothy specifically, but he's telling Timothy to tell other followers this and the other followers, all this is becoming in the scriptures and the word of God and it's coming to the believers of the day. So we need to do the same thing that Timothy, we don't have the same position as Timothy, no. We don't need to be a copycat of Timothy, but Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So what he's telling Timothy is goes for any other believer, not in position. But Timothy was a young novice you know, he had almost like an overseer position for a young man, you know. But in other words, you're not saying you need to be a pastor or anything like that, but you need to follow these rules. It's not only for Timothy, it's for all believers in the body of Christ. Okay? Remember that. Joseph Brownlee. 
BLCRTW1964 Body of Christ Real Talk. I hope you got something out of this message today. It was very important. Form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Before the tribulation period, before the wrath of God. What's going to happen before the wrath of God? Do you remember? If you remember, write it down on your paper. If you're listening to me, please write it down on your paper. Test yourself. Test yourself. What has to happen before the tribulation? What has to happen? Do you know? Write that on your paper and just say, do you, and, and remember, do you know what's going to happen before the tribulation period? This is not the tribulation period what we're going through now, not even close, but it is birth pains. It is the last days. Okay. Do you know? I'm going to tell you because it's not a secret. It's up to you to remember. The catching away of the church, the taking away, the blessed hope. In other words, people, we call it the rapture. Now, the rapture is not in the church. That's just a word, a, a Latin word, rapturo, meaning catching away, something like that. But the catching away of the church, if you want to put it on catching away of the church, just like the Trinity is not in the Bible, but the Godhead is. So I'm putting more, I put more emphasis now on, on the Godhead, not the Trinity. Because people always want to debate the Trinity not being the Bible and what did the Trinity mean. I think it's been explained wrong and I think i got a better understanding of the triune Trinity now. It's the Godhead you need to be focused on. They cannot debate or go against the Godhead. In the King James Bible now, I don't know what the other translations say, but the King James, the Godhead, meaning the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, the Godhead. Not three different persons. Okay? Not three different persons. Okay. And I think people get stuck on the word person when it comes to the triune. Three different persons. Because remember, God is invisible. He's not a person. He's a spirit. You know. He formed him. If you want to see who God was, it's in the body of Jesus Christ. You have God the Father. Jesus Christ is submitted to God the Father. The Holy Spirit is somewhat submitted to Jesus in a way or subject. Jesus is subject to God. The Holy Spirit is subject to Jesus. They become God is one though. That's why it's easy to call Jesus God. Because when you look at Jesus, you're looking at God because God is invisible. He manifests himself in Jesus. Therefore, Jesus is God because God is in Jesus. Okay, when the world, earth, and the earth, and world was created, the Holy Spirit done the formation. Jesus created the world. Okay, Jesus created the earth. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Okay, through Jesus. Very confusing, I know people. I'm not going to get a teaching on that. That's for the believers and the. Uh, Connecting the dots, but I just want to give you a, a taste. Godhead, don't focus on the Trinity, focus on the Godhead, okay? All right. I'm going to leave you with that. Only one way to be saved in the future out of all this mess. There is light under the tunnel. I've done a podcast not too long ago on that. There is light under the tunnel for the believer. Yes, for the believer. It's a spiritual victory. We are victorious. We have a wonderful plan. We have a wonderful future. Even with all our mess that we do today, God has promised us a wonderful future.
And the only way to see that light in the tunnel is believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The Son of God. Believing in Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, and the ultimate resurrection. Believing it and receiving it. So you just can't believe it happened. And just say, I'm good with that. Y'all believe in that. You have to receive it. You have to receive the whole package. You have to receive his training. You have to receive his ways. You have to receive his doctrine. You have to receive his teachings. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just more than just believing, believing, easy believing. I hear a lot of that about. It's about believing and receiving. It's easy only if you receive it. Because it's the, Christ, it's the work of Christ, not us. It's Christ's righteousness. Not our righteousness, it's the righteousness of Jesus, not the righteousness of us. There's nothing we can do to please God. There's nothing we can do to make ourselves righteous in God. It's only the righteousness of Christ that makes you and I righteous. But only if you believe a lot of these promises of the heavenly places is for you. When you believe and receive, you have to come with a contract broken heart of change. If you never come, if you're not going to come with a change, you want to stay the same and you kind of wishy-washy about that. You are never truly accept the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. Therefore, you're still being doubt and unbelief. You must have come with a change, repentant of, repentant of mean a change of mind, a change of heart. He made the way already. The open doors already for your sins. Already took care of that already. Now it's just for you to receive of what he done on the cross. God bless you all. Love you. This is Joseph Brownlee. B-O-C-R-T. Real talk. B-O-C-R-T. Real talk. W-1964. God bless you all. Peace out. Adios. Bye-bye. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.